0: And we're live off of our Garage Podcast. I'm Jason. With me, as always, good buddy, Jim.
1: What's good, world?
2: How's How everybody doing?
0: Tonight, we have Nate McLean with us. Nate, what's going on? Hey.
2: Pretty stoked. Uh, not much. <laughs> Just uh, hanging out. Glad to talk to you guys, Michigan guys. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Love to keep it local. So, uh, the reason we got a hold of you is because of your amazing truck. And I'll let you kind of fill it in. You want to tell us all about it?
2: Sure. It's a, uh, it's a 1968 C-30 pickup. That I uh, think I bought it like five years ago and then it sat around for a little while and then slowly started to uh, turn into what the truck is now. But it's a beamed kind of, it's kind of like a 1450, if you prick in a class, like of an out west truck, it's a 1450 beamed and linked truck. So the whole back half is all tube. It's got the original frame underneath the cab, kind of up and just past the front of the motor. And then everything else after that is all tube, full cage got, you know, five points, everything, enough stuff to get rowdy. <laughs> it stuff it looks like, it,
0: uh, do you know how much wheel travel you have? Cause I see the pictures and that it, it's, it's insane. And we're going to post them up so everyone will be able to see it.
2: And um, really right now it. the front is at 22 inches in the front and the rear is at 32 inches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's not even fair. That's so awesome. <laughs> For out here, that is so, really
2: Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Lots of, lots of wheel travel to, uh, just smash stuff with. Yeah, so
0: how did you how did you get started in all
2: this? What brought you to this? Um. Well, the the unfortunate saying of I never thought I'd be the guy, but with age, you get the cage kind of thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those guys that I started out racing bike. My whole life's been racing dirt bikes and doing all that stuff, and then, yep, screwing around up at Silver Lake on my dirt bike, shattered my leg, and got that thing club-footed up now and kind of slowed down the dirt bike stuff. So I already... Was really involved in, so pretty much I always vacationed at Silver Lake. I was always I doing the dirt bike stuff, racing all the time. That's what I spent all my, like, serious weekends doing. But then holidays were, like, always the Silver Lake. Okay. So always kind of wanted a truck, but my focus was always bikes. So I never had the money. I always had something to go to the dunes in, but never something, like, serious. And uh when that started happening, I got a lot more serious about it, kind of knowing a uh, the bike thing was going to be done right i don't really know well i guess over the years of just being at Silver Lake, there had started to be a few pre-runner kind of trucks showing up in the long travel stuff and that definitely got my more of my attention being a like a dirt bike guy i mean i was going to the dunes always trying to jump dunes on my bike and stuff so i wanted something that you could still uh yeah get get some air get fast do all that type of stuff with so it just happened to be i'm also kind of like a old chevy lover so i just i always had like old chevy pickups that was always kind of my thing i had so
0: you like that c series kind of body style
2: Yep. yeah before this truck i had a 72 k5 blazer a over blazer that that was my rig
1: that's
2: awesome so yep fortunately that's the process I i sold sold that one off to pay for this one so kind of the upgrade level okay
1: definitely a lot more commitment now going from a bike though i mean you throw a paddle tire in a bike and you're good to go and you, mean, you built an entire rig just to go play in the sand which is awesome
2: yeah yeah it's definitely it was a it's been a long commitment i mean the thing's still not even done that's it's i've gotten it to a point it's been drivable so i i'm using it but i mean it's still you know like right now it's from garage, an and i'm plucking away at it again pretty much that's a nice i guess the nice thing of wish michigan seasons is uh winter time is for upgrades and build and repair
0: well that's awesome man i don't like how he calls it drivable he's i know it's drivable i'm like looks done to me you're flying through the air (laughs) oh man
2: well i i don't have any gauges in it i haven't rained gauges in like two years i don't have uh i don't i don't have anything i mean the interior is the steering wheel and seats for the harness and that's
1: it i mean i've watched your videos you don't need gauges for an on-off switch bro I mean, that pedal's on or off, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you listen that
0: motor. It's going to tell you, it seems like it's been working fine for you. I don't know that I would change anything, man.
2: <laughs> you might, yeah, that's you might like be focused people, on the people gauges. People ask me about that all the time, and I say, uh, I, I grew up racing dirt bikes, and I never had a gauge on one of those, so yeah. Right. Yeah, I figure it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, just drive-by feel. Now,
2: is that, <laughs> yeah. is is that, that an auto? It, it lets me name? know. Um, uh, Yeah, it's a... Turbo four hundred. Okay. That's uh, I have a manual valve body in it, so like I can hold first and second, and then third. It will uh, will shift through the gears. Okay.
1: So oh. I was watching some of your videos inside the cabin. I saw you banging the gears and it looked like a great time, man. <laughs> that oh yeah, so my much favorite fun. thing is probably first gear on the rev limiter
2: for a few seconds.
0: <laughs> right. So, I mean, if you had a tachometer, it's just going to tell you you're on the rev limiter. I don't know what you need one for. <laughs> yeah. So the gauges
2: I do have is I have a, an overflow spout that is zip tied right to a, uh, right through a hole through my floorboard. So I can see when it's pissed and cooling off the floorboard. <laughs> so that's when I am running hot. And then, that's uh,
0: genius. I love it.
2: I might and then that. for uh, <laughs> the rev limiter, yeah, I set the rev limiter at 6,300. So when I'm hitting it, I know that's the only RPM I know I'm at is 63.
1: So you know, idle and full bore, that's it. Yep, that's and it.
0: Judging by some of those videos, that's all you need. Right. I don't know what you would do in between there.
1: It's running, or I'm hucking it. That's yeah, it, right? No. Yep, that's it. So as as a Michigan guy, I mean. You've been all over. How do our dunes compare? I've never been out west of the dunes. How does Silver Lake compare to Pismo or Glamis or...
2: Yeah, um, definitely. They're all they're all their own, their own animals, for sure. Um, it's kind of interesting being... I mean, I'd say... Uh, like, I listened to your guys' podcast kind of like a lot about going out to Moab, about being a Michigan guy. I've been going to the dunes almost my whole life, so Glamis has been on my mind forever, and that was my first time going. So just kind of like your expectations and your realities once you get out there it's just so crazy to right. it's literally just there the whole time going i can't believe i'm here can't believe I'm here. This is crazy <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. we know the exact yeah. same thing i was just gonna say yeah, yeah. I mean, what's what's the size of silver lake it's what four five, how big is silver lake sand dunes the area you can play on not enough like not enough
2: the, yeah the area you can you play on that is 450 plan. acres okay there's there's 1500 acres of dunes there and people straight uh, up
0: get lost in Glamis like right like call for a helicopter come find me kind of area oh yeah it's yeah, that's serious
2: the complete business difference out there I almost wrecked my truck the first night in Glamis I <laughs> like full on almost wrecked it so are
0: the dunes kind of like the same shape or you can kind of launch them the same or they kind of form a little no, bit different no
2: no that's okay. the problem I almost wrecked right. my truck because they're not the same <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I was wondering about that like are they so they're more uh, like steep more aggressive like how would you describe them
2: the biggest difference is so, like, Michigan, with ours being so small, and you guys have been there, you can attest it, yeah. we have directional zones, yeah. and it, all the dudes are very, like, you go straight up and you go straight over, and you're looking for a flag when you're coming up. You know, that's kind of, like, the scariest part is if you're not in a directional zone, is someone going to come up over the peak on the backside of this thing? So everything is very, like, straight up get to the top so you can be up there and you know see what's on the back side where out there you don't go over anything straight because there's like just massive drop-offs and witch eyes on the backside and stuff so you like you have to like bowl the dunes on the on tops mm-hmm. of every dune you're always like cresting in a turn or a bowl so you're always that way if there is something on the back side you're able to turn out of it so what we ended up doing is i went straight and up over this Probably about looked about a three-foot goon.
0: Right, you're kind of like, a, little I got bump. this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got a little separated from the group. So I was following them, and I was screwing off over to the right of them. So I started getting separated. And I literally just looked at my left. I said, like, I better get back over to the left and get behind them. And they're probably, I don't know, they're a few hundred yards away from me. And there's this, I'm coming up to it. It looks, to me, it looks about a three- or four-foot lip. So I'm like, oh, I'll just roll over this and be good to go. Come over to the top of it, and it was 30-foot straight down Whoa. right to the grill. And I almost put it on the lid.
0: Oh, so foot
2: <laughs> I was going, well, we went over <laughs> it on the brakes, but if I would have been going like five times an hour, well, it would have been yeah, been dumb. horrifying. Uh, so so that was gnarly.
0: And we talked about before, I was listening a little bit of uh, your show on uh, Josh's show, their sponsored rider podcast. Uh, you were saying that when you went out there that you were like prepared for everything. Do you want to kind of touch yep. on that? Except like, for 30 you were problems, not letting yeah. any, well, except for end doing, but <laughs> you were pretty much prepared to like,
2: yeah. So I mean. Yeah, same thing with being from Michigan. I, I work, uh, and I get like, I think I had two weeks of vacation that, uh, that year. So I said I didn't take a day off all year, took two weeks of vacation. I think we spread it over like some weekends. So we took, I took like a Wednesday to Wednesday off or something like that. Okay. So we I think me and my wife, my wife did the same thing. So we went out there. I think we had like, in my mind, it literally was just like, we have 18 days to go do whatever we want out West. And so, yeah, at the back, I have a long bed, uh, all three Cummins that, that's what we towed out there with. That bed was packed with everything, probably I own tool wise and relatable to the truck. That was, yeah, like I had said, I had everything besides a motor to, uh, as far as spares to bring with me, and I was, I was down, I don't know. I think that's the benefit of yeah. I was so down to it. I just had it in my mind. I was like, it's not even gonna bother me. I'll change. I'll do whatever I have to do wherever I'm at. And I never had to do one thing when I was up there, so that worked out great. Because you had it all,
0: right? I think that's like just, yeah, such a scary, uh, like similar story. To us going out there and yeah. then, like we were well prepared or probably over prepared Yep. and we got up there and the same thing just did not uh, saw you know just completely mind blown at the terrain and it's different and there was a couple times i thought we were gonna die yeah um, yep. So.
1: Like, i mean day one when the thing wouldn't start i was done i was like ready to right. burn the truck yeah, go he's going one. to get a flare i think
0: hold on let me fix it i got this
2: that that i think that pretty much has to be standard for any probably Michiganders' first time out west to uh, whatever off-roading and wheeling you're doing. It, I think that I ultimately, a lot of people do ask me the question, I actually gets back to the question you asked of the dunes. I'm still a person that I still people after being to all these places they are like, are still my favorite dunes. Really? And the, re- the reason I say that is because I think it's a familiarity. I know those dunes, like the back of my hand so much that until I went out west, I didn't really realize how comfortable I am at a place like that because I'm there so much. So then you go to a new place, it, it's a very eye-opening experience of, hey, this is a very serious thing you're doing and like when you don't know the terrain, you know, pretty much after I did that the first night, I was I was probably annoying everybody that I was camping with asking just so many questions about terrain And because at that point, that was when it clicked. It was like, okay, this is... This is, this is really serious you just about just you just towed like 2500 miles and almost ruined it the first night yeah
0: it's so, very very similar oh man but
2: that's that's the thing i go to silver lake and yeah i mean it's i just i yeah. you know i know what i know what i can and i can't do out there
0: yeah you're launching that truck it, it does it I, I you can almost tell just in your videos how comfortable you are it's like it's perfect almost every time and yeah
2: you know. Uh,
0: yeah, your your videos are uh, are pretty spot on, and just so I don't murder it, you want to give your uh, Instagram handle there so people can check it out, or in your uh, where you where they can see your videos at?
2: Um, yeah, I think it's Mister with a period, clean seven one nine.
0: Okay. Yeah, I want to make sure people can uh, go on there, and I'm sure we're gonna we we'll for sure share it and uh, make sure people can can go right to your spot because they need to kind of get a feel for what we're talking about when we say you launch that oh, truck because. Yeah.
1: I mean, I go to the dunes at least once a year. Uh, my wife loves it. It's like the only wheeling she really enjoys. But a JK on 37s or a TJ on 35s, like, I can make it up the dunes, but it's more like an yeah. accomplishment. Right. Yeah. He's for, it for us, it's easy. like a, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. We're cheering. We make it up. Yeah.
1: And then then
0: here's like a guy like you come ripping by and then just sky. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what
1: just happened? Like, and I, I love um, watching the pre-runners and the long travel it up. Oh, that's um, one of my
0: favorite thing. I've yeah. been a fan of like desert race trucks. And I I just watch that suspension just travel and move like mm-hmm. forever. I'm one of the so greatest videos
1: I've me. seen has been the GoPro mounted underneath. Yes. And you can watch the suspension just do its thing and it's friggin' memori- mesmerizing.
2: It was right. great.
0: And Nate, you do a lot of like GoPro video kind of in in cab kind of around the old truck too, right?
2: Yeah, um pretty much. That's- uh, at the end of the day, it's just I don't know. I'm, it's a really an obsession. It's something I'm like completely addicted to. I would say before before this, I was just as addicted to dirt bikes. I mean, I'm kind of somebody when I get like locked on something, I get locked on, and you know, it took me probably like I'd say the last couple of years to of transition out of bikes. But now that this has been taking off more, and I'm enjoying a lot more. I've been able to push that aside and it's allowed me to focus on it even more. Okay. And so that, like, the filming and all that type of stuff is, it's just stuff that's, I don't know, super fun to do, and then you put it out there, and apparently people like to watch it. But. Love to watch
1: it. Love to watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm <was laughs> showing
0: guys at work <laughs> that aren't even really, and I'm like, no, this is a this is guy I'm talking to tonight on the podcast, and they're like, wait, what, what, what? Like, and he's there watching me, like, no, show me that again. What? That's insane. <laughs> I
1: had the wife watching the whole way to dinner. Check it out, check it out, check it yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, it was great.
0: The <laughs> other wife's like, Oh my god, that's crazy. I'm like, hey, I'm like you need to go out there and check it out. She's like, No <laughs> Well, yeah, we can probably get you a ride if you want. Take away from taking for a ride. <laughs> so, yeah, he was like, No. Uh uh-uh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. That's fine. Not not ride. Oh,
2: yeah, it's super safe. You got a case if five. My rule is pretty out. much Whenever I ride with someone, I look at their safety equipment, and yeah. if, if I feel comfortable that they're going to wreck it, I'm going to be safe, I'm whatever, I'm in for the ride. I strap in.
0: It's like when you get into something, and like they have the harness, and you still have like the factory seatbelt that's kind of bolted in. You're like, nah, I'm not feeling so yeah, hot right. about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're tearing it down now. Are you going to like version 2.0, or just for maintenance?
2: Um, A little bit of bolt. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what version I'm on anymore. I just always um, call it
1: two because I'm on like twelve in mine, but it's easier to say two.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know that's the thing. It's it's a constant progression of just everything. But right now, my main focus, like my main focus right now, is uh, working overtime to afford all the things I would like to do. So that's what I'm doing currently is just going to work and putting my head down and trying to get some money stacked up. So yeah. uh, if that if that works out, I I am right. So I'm a machinist by trade. That's what I do for my job. I get the benefit of when I got some free time around some lunches or some weekends, I do quite a bit of machining for, I make a lot of my own stuff so I don't have to buy them. And like right now, um, I've had an issue with, uh, my beams and steering and my knuckles for a walk forever with the truck. So that's something I'm doing. I'm building some full CNC billet knuckles right now that are going to fix some steering geometry and it should allow me actually pull a little bit more travel and fix some camber issues I have. So that's something I'm doing and then I'm doing I'm rewiring the whole truck. The wiring's been in the truck for just like any product. The wiring started out when I started it, I only ever had like an ignition and a fan. Well then it then I added like some one other so it's been one of those like I always added one thing. So now I've got like twenty red wires running everywhere. None of them are labeled. <laughs>
0: What's uh what do you got in that truck? What engine is that?
2: Uh it's a 4.8 liter out of a Yukon that I bought for 200 bucks. That's only but a 4.8 liter. I'm I let it. I'm but s-
0: I'm super interested in 4.8 liters now because that thing sounds healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, know. it's I was not. Like, I knew it was it's 4.8. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: It's um. It was a 4.8. Yeah. So originally I bought. It was a 4.8. I bought for 200 bucks and it was running driving and nice, but then I let it sit in my garage for like four years before I ever got around to running it like any project, so then the cylinders were rusted. So I had to take it to the machine shop and then the might as well started when I had to pour it twenty thou over. Okay. So I bought forged pistons and forged rods and since I bought forged everything lower end I figured I should do the valve train and Okay. So, so it's you did- it's got a stage three turbo cam in it and deck the heads, race compression
0: are you putting a turbo on it oh. nate
2: um yeah if i work enough overtime this winter the turbo's gonna be on there <laughs>
1: awesome <laughs> yes yes now you hear the wastegate let go and he clears one. Of
0: those. Oh my god it's be awesome. oh you're you're beautiful so yeah go that
2: on. that motor from the beginning i knew i always wanted to get to a turbo motor but okay. i just knew i wanted to get the thing driving and honestly i was Pretty scared of driving the thing with the idea of building this truck turboed right from the get go.
1: Yeah, you tell so them to build I into it a little built bit.
2: Built the motor with in mind to go turbo and then knew I was going to drive it NA for a while and then just continue to progress. And that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm glad right. I did it in that step, but I'm ready for the turbo. There's
1: something to be said for learning a truck, like learning yeah. what it does and then
2: adding what you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, can, it's a big get- step. I went from. Like my blazer, I had a 72 blazer that was solid axle that had some, it pretty much had like a, like a forward radius Bronco setup on it with some Beaver okay. Superflex coils. Okay. So that was what I was driving and then I built a fully linked beamed Two chassis truck that, like, it's not even relatable at all. The driving, so yeah, how, how is just, that? Beam yeah, suspension? I just didn't want to start out with like crazy horsepower.
0: That beam suspension's right, just so people are listening. I guess it's kind of like the 80s Ford style front suspension. If anyone's familiar with that, right? So it's like the two beams that kind of swing. Like, how is that? How is driving that with that much travel? Is, noticeable when you land i mean i'm just curious um, I, i'm a suspension guy i like watching the geometry and everything work when you hit those landings i'm like look at that
2: thing work the thing with sand is the sand makes it work awesome and lets you get away with a ton of stuff it's so soft okay. um like i will the, that was a big notice of going out west so i spent one day out at um rage at the river race course in Laughlin, nevada in the desert and i ran the course after the race the monday and i've uh until i had done that my truck I had been going, I think, I had like a year and a half or two years on it, I think, when I went out there. Okay. And I had never changed anything. All the hinds were good, bushings were good. And I after I did that one lap on that racetrack, I old out half my shock bolts, and then I wasted, like, all my steering hinds.
1: Wow.
2: Whoa. So, I mean, it was towards... I mean, that, that stuff all had, it had wear on it, but I would have probably gotten another whole season out of it in Silver Lake if I wanted to have done that.
0: Right, I guess that was actually going to kind of lead to my next question, is how much wear and tear does the sand go through on all that uh, suspension you built? But I guess, is it just like the finer, powdery sand out west, do you think, like, really wore it out, or just, just the abuse of the track?
2: No, just, like, you're hitting square edge and, like, rocks.
0: Okay, like, so it's just, just it's, taking a massive beating compared to out here where it's a little softer. And-
2: yeah. Okay. Everything I'm doing in the sand is so forgiving and I mean like that's half the suspension is no not half the suspension, but when you're hitting that sand, I mean, when you're seeing that sand explosion, that's all sand that right. takes absorbing energy and, you know, yeah. issuing it elsewhere. So, the so wear, like, I like I run bushings in my uh, links, my upper links for my rear. Okay. I don't run anything fancy. So, like, they're just uh, rubber poly bushings. I okay. swap those out every year because they're, like, 40 bucks for a set.
0: Yeah, and they kind of absorb a little bit more of that impact and a little, like, vibration jocks. Yeah. shocks. Yeah. No, I understand that. It's very, so, very similar but just different purpose. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I, I watched some of those videos from that track, and he was sending it. Oh, okay. And one of those, like, he almost cased it. So I, I could see how the uh, it would be a lot more punishment on the truck. Yeah. It's hard stuff. There's no right. movement Just of the, of the earth. In, yeah. Uh, beating and yep. i guess that
0: just gives even more credit to because i guess you know i mean not n- without talking to you and not knowing the, the or anyone from out there like not knowing the, the differences i would have just thought like oh man his truck is set up just like the guys out west and you know what i mean and it, it really is and i'm thinking like man that really gives a little more credit to those guys who run like the baja 1000 and things like that and those trucks that just take that punishment for that long
2: oh yeah well and the thing the If you look at like, yeah, so comparing my truck to a truck out west, like, when I started, when I pretty much dreamed the idea of my truck up, my truck is pretty much comparable to what you would have saw probably racing out there about six years ago when I dreamed this thing up. That's what people were doing. But now, six years later, people are on 40s, people are running way more horsepower, everything's
0: bigger uh, all, all, your, but, all your guys are on 40 inch tires too yeah i mean
2: out west yeah those dudes most of the dudes are on 39 40 i mean that's what you step up to I mean, a lot of guys still run 37s but like i run 35s and to run 35s out there anymore is pretty unheard of wow crazy I, <laughs> we've been there <laughs>
0: yeah yeah so, we, i mean yeah. We we're out west on 35s and we've kind of felt a little unmatched ourselves yeah. you line up with a yeah lot
1: of it's guys pretty on crazy tons and 40s and blowers and i'm like yeah i'm a Naturally aspirated four liter with 35s. Let's get it. Yo,
2: that's, oh. what, that's what I mean. It's if you're a first time going out west, it's just everything you ever thought, and you know, it's yeah, it's like just so much to take in because it's like you're just constantly looking around in amaze. I mean, Silver Lake is that's the one thing that like is pretty amazing about Silver Lake. But like if you if you're like a holiday, Silver Lake, you show up on Silver Lake on a holiday. This thing's like a freaking car show of thousands of just the baddest vehicles around. And it's, you know, on, on a weekend like that, that's pretty much what you go for. You just are pretty much going to look around. I mean, it gets too packed to really get too too crazy with doing anything.
0: Yeah, that's kind of actually kind of what stopped me from kind of going a little. I was going kind of regularly. I was uh, I had uh, Yamaha Banshee, kind of like long travel. And I used to love going out there. And it just got a little too hectic, a little too crazy. And so that's kind of yeah, what made me dial back. And I- then I went to a truck very similar. and. I've obviously went not a little bit more similar. off. Well, yeah. not, not a truck in, like, the general design. <laughs> and uh, I jumped mine also, but uh, my shocks didn't survive near as well as yours do. Mine bent in half, <laughs> and then it was a several-hour drive home.
1: Well, I, I love the bike stuff at Silver Lake. You know, I'm a bike guy, but it just gets so sketchy. The last time I was there on my bike, four people got medevaced on a helicopter yep. because some lady backed out of, the, out of the beach in front of the drag strip, and four dudes ran into the side of their truck. So I, uh, I hung yeah. the bike up. I leave the bike for trail riding. You know, it's just, it's fun as heck, but it's not really worth it. I almost wish they had like a bike day, like only bikes for this day, mm-hmm. you know, so I can go out there and feel a little bit better about it.
0: Yeah. You're, if you're going to get hit, at least it's a guy with the same amount of um, inertia. tires. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't like feel like a sand, yeah. a sand flea out there getting run over, you know? <laughs> It's a little aggressive. That is
2: kind of the unfortunate thing of, I mean, it seems like it's getting busier every year up there, but that's kind of, I like for me, I've always lived on the west side of Michigan. I've lived all up and down west michigan all over the place so i kind of know this whole area i've just grown up around this whole area and um i knew from a young age i wanted to live in silver lake eventually so for me i just ended up moving there i figured screw it i'll just move here and i go a lot more during the week and at night now and you don't see me much on the weekends anymore but kind of like i used to be yeah tuesday
1: afternoon night ride would be a lot lot cooler than saturday morning but yeah memorial day or something
2: yeah there's not really much nothing better than i I work third shift, but, like, I'll be home, and I'll have, like, the truck all ready, and then the wife will get home from work, and then it's like, let's go for a rip on a Tuesday night. No one's up there. Go rip some laps. Do whatever you want. Come home, eat some dinner, and then I'm off to work. So, is it, for, is it uh,
0: street legal? Like, you just drive right there, or are you kind of...
2: Yeah, right I just drive. I live, like, two and a half miles away, so I just drive it. All oh, right.
0: right. So, we got the connection at Silver
1: Lake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it like up there right now, then, in the off I've always wondered what happens to mayors in the off-season. Like, um, is stuff open?
2: yeah so like even can like, the walking dunes are open um the orbs all shut down right but yeah so like right now i'm actually i've been waiting for some snow we haven't gotten any really uh big dumpings but i usually just i don't know go walking out there in the in the snow and stuff like that there's some like just some hiking snowshoeing that type of stuff you can do out there but so um good. as far as like the city the city yeah. of mears where it still really is, i mean it's shut down there's there's a little downtown that has a couple businesses open, but right. the actual little mirrors of Silver Lake that's all shut down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if i I've you been actually
1: one tent Water or something. Um, Heart, Heart's like five, six miles away from me. Okay. i always wanted actually, like I could almost live out here, but I didn't know what happens right now. <laughs> well, it was like the last time I took
0: the family there. The only thing available was like you know we get
1: gas and a slice of pizza. Yeah. And no, no
0: breakfast at that diner. That yeah. was about it.
2: Yeah. I would say as far as like like when you drive around the town right now, there's there's more driveways full of snow than plowed. There's, there's more people that don't live up there in the winter than people that do. So it's, I mean, it's me and my wife. We like the I love the area for being in West Michigan. It's right in that area. You get in. There's a lot of uh, vegetation. A lot of like fruit farms over there, farming and hills and pretty spread out. There's not a lot of really big towns. I think the nearest town to me is either Ludington or Muskegon. I'm kind of in the middle of them, but you're you know 20 30 minutes to something big. That is so. That's a
1: commitment. Yeah. But then all summer yeah. you have to do it yourself. All summer you're going there. Yeah, You yeah. said, on a Tuesday night yep. and
0: just ripping around on sure. your own, your own private sandbox.
2: Yeah. The justification was. We were living like forty five minutes away and then I lived I lived like ten minutes from work and then Silver Lake was like forty five minutes away and uh once the one summer we towed the Silver Lake forty eight times, <laughs> towing up there. And so I was doing some math and I actually got my got it convinced that it'd be cheaper to live in Silver Lake than to tow so that's what we did is we sold our house and we bought a house up there and moved and now I drive 50 minutes to work but 2 miles to the gym
0: you sir are our good salesman. Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty oh, awesome dude. actually <laughs> I'm,
0: so, I'm pretty jealous of that
2: actually right now <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't know the logic makes sense in my mind so I, I go, go to the like, we're not
0: arguing that. it one bit I'm, I'm good, good with it I completely agree <laughs> with your numbers sir <laughs> 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 your math
2: works for me oh so yeah bought a little four-cylinder car and i just pound miles out on the highway to get to work now right. so it makes it and in all honesty it does make it worth it for me because uh if you've been to of lake you know the whole parking mm-hmm. lot issues and when i live that far away i wouldn't drive it so i would pull it up so i had a long bed dodge with a 20-foot trailer and i'm right. dealing with parking lot or dealing with knowing people and trying to get a parking space and yeah. just playing that whole game as much as i did it it, it really it, like it would heat up my entire saturday we'd be waking up at like six in the morning getting loaded up head up there going to home till 10 11 at night you know and it it just got, now it's to a point like on saturday i wake up i i usually don't go to Silver lake on a saturday till like six or seven p.m so now i actually wake up and i can do something on a saturday and then i can still go to <laughs> the so dunes at me. sunset it's
0: not fair it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> not fair at all Wake like up, oh. cut the grass. All right, honey, I'm going oh, for a rip. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go, uh,
2: yeah it's going to go down, down to the beach. <laughs> <That's> pretty awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, when I go for something all in, I, I go all in. So. <laughs> yes,
1: you do. Picking up on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> From shattered ankles to built rigs to moving my house to get closer, like it's all pretty committed. <laughs> yeah,
0: to going out west and hitting. At- I don't know. What did you not
1: go on
0: out west? It seems like you hit all the big major spots. You definitely well, utilized your I time wisely.
2: Oregon and Saint Anthony's is on my list. Okay. I've heard Oregon. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I have
1: also heard Oregon's pretty cool. That PNW, that whole Pacific Northwest kind of situation of vibe with the dunes yeah. and yeah. Yeah. I can I'm, get down behind that. Yeah, I could be I could be trouble. I was still a little bit I guess kind of blown away about the the West Coast dunes. Like I wasn't aware that they were like Death drop offs. I figured it'd be yeah. like, oh, I, I mean, I, be like ours, like regular right. sand dunes. I mean, I've seen
0: pictures of them and yeah. I'm like, oh, they kind of look a little different, but that's, I guess that's why, you know, I asked, so like, because I'm thinking the wind coming out the lake, it's over lake. I'm like, well, it's
2: got to be similar
0: to winds in the desert. I don't right. know. Right.
2: Uh, yeah. It's, I would say, so actually, like, so for Glamis, I actually never took my truck out into what they call out there the big dunes. The big dunes. Like, <laughs>
0: Well, uh, what's the size because comparison? ultimately i just felt duns. like i didn't have
2: the horsepower and they just were too scared okay well
0: yeah <laughs> all right understood. understand like when they say big <laughs> things like what's the size comparison to silver lift are we
1: talking double like two tests oh uh,
2: <laughs> so if you want to compare maybe like test hill so for michigan people they know test hill and test hills i know it's not what it used to be it's definitely gotten knocked down over the years and not as steep but Test Hill is kind of like our kind of main big hill while well, out there they have Oldsmobile Hill. Imagine Test Hill about four times taller and like two or three times steeper with like three to four foot whoops going up them and that's Oldsmobile Hill okay <laughs> yeah.
0: so you're not you're not taking the uh the daily uh, pickup truck in, in four wheel drive and hoping to make it. Probably I'm not. not. The i
2: then. I tried to go up old 10 times. I got it on my 10th time and I got it by hitting the bottom at about 50, smashing the bumps through about six whoops that were too big for my truck, and then <laughs> holding it in first gear on the rev limiter all the way to the top and then um, barely made it.
0: Were uh, you running pedal tires or are you just. No, you. I just
2: run in 35-inch all-terrain tires. All-terrain? okay. I didn't know if you
0: swapped the and, backs out or not. Yeah,
2: that. so actually when I went on that trip, unfortunately, I still had gears in there that I knew were not the gears I needed in the truck, or the gears that... They were brand new, uh, 4D8s is what I was running in the truck and it just, and it wasn't a, enough gear. So I went on that trip because I just couldn't afford to do a gear swap before I went. Mm-hmm. So I went out there, but after being out there, it was kind of like one of those things like, all right, you should have afforded to do the gear swap because there was definitely a lot of things I couldn't. And that was the big reason I didn't go into the big dunes is I didn't have the low end grunt that I needed okay. to get out of some sticky situations that you're going to find yourself getting into out there. So,
1: did you jump to a 513 or a 538?
2: Uh, I went to a 567. Oh, wow. <laughs> All the yeah, way, dude. I, wanted, all, I the gear.
0: <laughs> oh man, what rear end is that? Is that like a nine or what are you running back
2: there? Yeah, it's a nine inch. Okay. Now, it's a nine inch. I have a buddy's mud truck from high school that we drug out of the mud pit and I power washed off, and then trust it. And it's good to go. Been under there ever since. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Made the gear swap a little easier, i imagine. Right?
2: Yeah, I actually so the five sixty sevens I put in it. Uh, I started eating those up. I'm already through those set, too, so I'm gonna, I am going to i am going to probably drop that down. If I do get this turbo thing done, I'm going to probably drop that down to, like, a 515 or 529.
1: Well, that'll give you—the turbo will give you what you need, replacement. Yeah, right? it'll it. make up—boost the it, it, boost makes up difference. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a couple of good ones. Age gives you a cage, and boost makes up difference.
0: I know. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting all the good ones from a So I How about
1: this? We, we get a lot of results, a lot of love with the don't be a douchebag. What's okay, a dune douche? Like it. Oh, my God. What's a douchey, thing to, do
2: what a douchey do? thing to do at Silver Lake? What aggravate Douchey thing to do at Silver Lake. Oh, are man. Yeah. Um, probably the biggest thing is to act like they're you're the only person there and they're your dunes. Okay. Um, you know, and I... Even it's something I tr- it's something I try to keep myself in check of. Even though I'm someone that goes there all the time, and I feel very uncomfortable to the dunes, I do acknowledge a lot of times I really try to spot. Like for me, I can you can kind of spot those new nervous drivers who maybe are out there oh, yeah. experiencing dunes for the first time. And, you in, know, I, I remember those fears. <laughs> of that type of stuff so me being a guy that is like with and past people it's something i am pretty conscious of out there is like trying to remember they're not just my dunes if i need to abort something that i want to do because somebody else is using an area then it's fine with me i'll just come back later right. that type of stuff one of the things i really
1: liked about what i've seen in some of your videos you've got the guy in the top with the red flag green flag
2: yeah so you have yep. to actually
1: check in your landing zone make sure you're safe versus just hucking on to a group full of doom wreckers or something or you know yeah. a rental brand. yeah
2: that's Actually, that's a good point you bring that one up because it's probably even a bigger one. That's unfortunately something I see a lot. For me, I lift at the top of every single hill I go over and I don't even in the directionals you know i love to go flying up the hills and i'd love to keep it pinned over some of them that i know i could but <laughs> it's just i've seen with as much as i have been up there i've seen so much stuff that's just like horrifying that i just don't it's just like a, just don't put yourself in a bad situation and it's one of those things at the end of the day if you're coming over the top of a hill pinned and you can't get slowed down because somebody crashed on the backside it's your fault i mean it's and that's the dnr's rules you're out of control of your vehicle you know and i've had a situation and just i've been that I've been on my dirt bike, and I've crashed on the backside of a hill, and I've had a sand rail come over doing a wheelie, and I've had to run out of the way, and he ran over my dirt bike. If I would have still been there on the ground, I would have been crushed.
1: Right, knocked out or something, or hurt the yeah.
2: Just the because right this way. dude wanted to rip a wheelie down this sweet hill that was perfect for wheelies, but I happened to crash on the backside of it. That's yeah.
1: something I've always so, wondered about, too, because I see somebody, I'm out there, I see all the long-travel buggies doing their thing, and it looks amazing, but I guess I didn't yeah. realize that there was, like, an etiquette to horsepower as well. Like, yeah, you can yeah. do the wheelie. But should you, you yeah.
0: know? or if you're gonna yeah. do it, like you know, have the guys at the top kind of looking out, check your landing, make sure that's clear, and then you know, give you the
1: the the go for launch.
2: Right, is, it's basically yeah. what
0: they look like. They look like they're launching you off an aircraft carrier yeah. sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that, one of the benefits of, of like, like a holiday, like when it is busy, about the only thing you can do is find jumps because the the benefit of that is then people actually kind of start making an alley. People want to watch and. You, you, get, out for you. you It actually tends to kind of make it a little safer once that happens. When right. it gets sketchy is when you are maybe just like, you've got the one person, there's people everywhere. I'm at a point now I file out of a lot of stuff. When I see stuff that it's just like, no, nah, it's just not for me. I don't have a problem filing out because I'll just come back the next day or whatever. Right. You
1: kind
0: of gotta have like, been there, done that. Right.
2: Yep. For the people that, unfortunately, have to, I mean, I get it. There's people that, you know, come from other states and it's like, hey, we're here one weekend. We're going for it. Like, right. I get it.
0: Well, I think even like us, you know, it's kind of a commitment, you know, to load, like for us. We yeah. Load up the trailer or drive, you know, several hours and then it's like, well, I'm here. Yeah, I want to enjoy it and I want to do my thing. And I think, yeah, you get a little too excited and kind of forget about the importance of not least, being a
1: D-bag. At least like for us, our enjoyment is, I mean, if I can make it over the hill, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm not worried. I mean, I can still hurt somebody. But I'm not hucking it to the point of running somebody over, landing on somebody. Yeah. So I can definitely see where his argument yeah. is. Like, yeah. If you're out there and you got the proper <laughs> toys, yeah. If yeah. we get
0: if we get air time, it's it. We're going to clean up. <laughs> 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 or or we're you know we're going to yep. a tow truck because we're probably broken in half.
1: Yeah. but like he was saying, I mean I've seen that on holiday weekends. You're up there and they see one dude huck a jump and they're like, oh cool, and they start parking, and then they they block for you. Like the spectators make it more yep. safe.
0: Nate, do you ever get that where someone's yeah. like following you, like, "Oh, my, I have my truck can do that," and like just destroys it right after you, <laughs> you launch? Does that ever happen?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I have watched a Jeep Cherokee pop a fence in my rear behind me.
0: <laughs> he's like, "Oh, this this this
2: beater Chevy
0: can't do it." <laughs> yeah, I just hear this, you know, Chevy ripping all these guys. Yep. Yeah, this old Chevy. This
2: guy. I'm not a huge, I'm not huge, huge up on my deep now, but I'm pretty sure it was a. XJ was yeah. like a long travel. It was oh, lifted. It looked like it was on like 35s or so. But yeah, I was ripping around and this guy, yeah, he kind of, I mean, it happens quite often when I rip around. Someone will come behind you and start chasing you and you kind of, it's kind of a game of, you know, play catch up. And so this guy's like ripping around and I start taking off and going through like the directional hills, yeah. uh, kind of more to the border where yeah. you can kind of more see over them and you, there's sometimes some jumps in there. So I'm going through there and just hitting these kind of pop-up jumps going, you know, they're like three to four footers, and I hit this one, um, and he hit it faster than I did. So he was up there a little, good little ways, and I just see, yeah, sand cloud in the windshield behind me, and I just saw a V-looking axle with the thing stopped right where it landed.
0: His <laughs> lawn dart
2: right in there. Yep, pretty oh. much just bondarted it right onto the front axle and just snapped. I, what, they have like a diameter thirty. That is tiny. It looked like a little toothpick. Probably a thirty. Probably.
0: Yeah. And yeah. It, it probably wasn't long travel as much as uh, long we lifted.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or the, the not long travel, long arm. Right. Okay. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Difference. Yeah. It's, not long travel. Yeah,
0: it's got good flex. Maybe not so much trap. Yeah. that falls into the yeah. one time rule. it will do. will do it once
2: yeah he was oh. ripping i mean through the flat he was ripping pretty good stayed right on me but yeah then we got to that it was, that's the only one that i've had direct i felt a little you know i felt maybe semi-guilty for it because but at the same time <laughs> i don't know right but he was well, doing what he wanted
0: <laughs> yeah you should know your vehicle you should know your limitation big boy rules <laughs>
2: yeah
1: so i guess by the rule of the dunes at that point you win
2: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know if it's like an unwritten game up there for people but it seems to be that's kind of the thing go out there and I just about my favorite thing is going up there probably about sunset and start ripping some laps around the kind of like the perimeter of the dunes yeah. you just kind of ripping trying to get the you know the lot the most you can for our 450 acres yeah right and Sounds like you know other people are out there with similar vehicles and you kind of you know kind of start catching up and it's like yeah the fastest guy will work its way to the front and then you're trying to catch them or it gets pretty fun I'm not
1: gonna lie as, as a jeep guy. That's um, one of my favorite things to see is when I see trucks that I don't have. Uh, I'm pretty He's jealous of that. Doing because ex- there's a couple of pretty sick Ford Rangers out there to long travel. It's like a party cup. It's got like the party yep. cup paint job on it, and he he'll send it. So yeah. you see him and his buddies. Yeah, Luke chasing, Luke. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they start chasing yep. each other.
0: Yeah, and it's like,
2: are, I, know, I probably know most of those dudes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I imagine you do. Imagine it's <laughs> kind of like the uh, we tend
2: to find each other,
0: right? Yeah, it's, I think it's. I'm sure it's similar. Like every off road kind of, you know, we you always seem to find the nice people it's like the nicest people in the off road in the off road world I mean there's that guy always but yes. generally everyone's yep. pretty nice and like wants to come out and talk shop with you kinda
2: yeah and I to get back to like Silver Lake being my favorite dunes I think that the reason Silver Lake is my favorite place is the community when I break it down to like what would be if you just have a saturday at the dunes with your rig what does it look like and the things you get out of Silver Lake is i mean there's you're know, there's a talent you can wake up and go to the dunes all day. You can go to the beach if it's hot and slim. You want to leave and go get lunch somewhere. There's restaurants all over. There's ice cream places. There's cricks, cruises in town. Like, there's lots of things to do, and there's a lot of people just all enjoying that. Where, like, the big thing I realized, when you're in Glamath, it's, like, it's better to have brought enough water. It's better to brought enough food to cook with. It's better to have brought enough gas to the vehicle. Right. I had to buy like six gas cans on the way out there because I didn't think of that on my way. I was like, "Crap, I don't know how I'm gonna get gas in my truck." Being stuck out, I had to buy like six Walmart five gallon gas cans and oh. fill them on the way out. Well,
1: there's another pro tip. I didn't. Even, I wouldn't have thought of that. Right?
2: Because yeah, we get to drive yep. right out,
1: get a Slurpee, and you get some gas and go
2: back in. Yeah. Yep. And that's and so that for <laughs> me is yeah. like the big draw. So like is, is that community of. You're down at the beach and you're, you know, the kids and the wife or whatever are playing in the water and you're wanting to drive, but you're stuck there. So you're going, well, I'm going to walk down the beach and look at all this crazy stuff that's here. Right. And, you know, that's that's a part of, it's a big part of it. And at least that's what draws me into Silver Lake. Have
1: you seen the sauna guy? The sauna guy? Yeah. I'll I'll, uh, DM you a picture. There's a guy that goes out to the the beach with a wood-fired sauna and sets it up, and then runs into the lake, and then goes back in the sauna. It's hilarious. It's crazy to watch. I watch him for like an hour one day. Wow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> see, I don't spend much time at the beach because I'm always in the truck. Right. So
1: we went up with uh, my <laughs> wife and I, my buddy, his wife, and their two kids. So we were letting the kids play in the water, and this guy was just had a sauna set up. It was epic.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the beach there is it's a decent beach too, and it's crazy to see it packed when, you know, how many people park up there, and then there's, you know, that's the thing. You go to Silver Lake, there's, yeah, you got trucks for long travels jumping. You've got the drag strip, you know, the yep. the race bansies and all that stuff. You've got food truck people just trying to test hill, yeah. you know, trying to crawl up stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, two wheel drives. See so like, if I can make tests, and then go get a taco at the food truck.
2: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know. I it's like for awesome me, day. like that stuff is. I don't know. I guess maybe because I've grown up around it, it's what I'm used to and I like. But just the whole vibe of it was. uh it's something that entices me and it makes me like it. I wish we could get a few more of those acres of dune. Yeah, but, for sure. Right. Right. Oh well.
0: Yeah. I guess well, so with, with you growing up there and being there for so long, like what's changed? I guess for the good and what's changed kind of for the bad, or what would you like to see maybe improve out there?
2: I guess uh, for me, a big part of moving up there was actually is to get more involved. So that's kind of like something I'm working on is just kind of getting more involved and in, yeah, you know, things being local. Kind of my view on it is like I use the place so much and I get so much out of the place. I want to give back to the place. Awesome. Okay. Um, And the things I think it's I think it's just perspective on this, but like I I, there's a lot of changes going on like physically with the park. Uh, Like right now there's all new construction, widening the entrance. You know they've just they're just finishing like the parking lot expansion for more trailer parking. So there is a big. I see it, and I see both sides of it, of it's a pro and a con, you know, it's bringing more people, so some people don't like it, some people do, it's better business, all this. I just look at it as, you know, like, a good example of something going on is Tismo's losing acreage like crazy out now, because Mm -hmm. they have people fighting to get their dune shut down, and I see Michigan as our DNR is actually working with us, and the DNR is putting money into making our place bring more people. Mm -hmm. I only see that as a positive, like, let's why? Why slow the government down from giving us things right now? You know what I mean? Right.
1: Especially it's kind of my view on it of like,
2: hey, they're not telling us no, and they're not pulling resources. There's actually a lot of money that gets put back into the park, and that for me, it's like I pay my dues, I buy my ORVs, and I see that money getting put back into it, and that's okay. a good thing to see. That.
0: No, that's awesome. That's I guess that's what I was. That's exactly
2: what I was looking for. Is like just that local aspect on it because you see it a lot more than we do.
1: Right, and you're living. Like If yep. I go out there, it's a, it's a quick glimpse of it, and I leave. Right. You know? Yep. So and,
2: I mean, I get... So, like, if you guys were up here this summer, like, they shut down the... They switched the entrances, so now you have to drive drive up the what was the old exit and exit out of the exit. So, it's caused a lot of problems this summer, and a lot of people have taken that very negatively and don't see the positive of... Cause they had to start construction on the fence ramp. Right. And then I still... I do see maybe some things online. I see comments, and like I'll tell you, I hear the I hear that dozers every day from my house still working on it. Those dudes are still out there right now working on it, you know. And I'll, but I see comments of, well, it's not going to get done. You know, they screwed up. Um, you know, the entrance is never going to be open. And who who knows? Like, I don't know the time limit on it, but it's just like I said, I look at it from the perspective, of, hey, there's like DNR and our, local. we're paying money for this, and they're putting the money back into it, like. Right. Right. I can at least I can see my dollars here being spent. Yeah,
1: no, so, totally. For somebody from Michigan that might understand, where where are they putting the entrance? Do you know? Are they moving it from well, the gatehouse it, to somewhere else? No, or? the
2: entrance is going to be the same, but they're so if you've always known, there's only ever been like one lane right. to get in there, so they're widening it so it can be multiple lane.
1: So if I'm in my Jeep and you're in your lawn Trail, you can pass me. Uh,
2: I I would, I guess I don't know. What the, how they're going to set it up yeah if it's going to be used that way if it's just gonna be a like two lane going in or if it's but i think i know a lot of there's been a lot of issues with like if you were a guy if you broke down in the entrance you would literally like halt the entrance of the dunes right right so they're they're trying to fix that problem how the yeah if they're just going to make it yeah two lanes one direction just go okay. that might be the case slow traffic stay in the right fast track and a lot of
1: Right, I remember trying to get back in there on my bike and trying to pass people because I would, you know, you're gonna fall over on a bike otherwise, and they would try to like block you. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm just. And that's the
2: thing, people don't understand that of like it's like I said of don't be a d bag. Just Understand, there's people there using the dunes differently than you are, and that it goes a long ways of you see the guys waddling on their bike behind you and like, you can't keep it up. Like for people who've never rode a bike, it's hard to ride slow in the sand. Yeah. And I'm not
1: uh, trying to get anywhere before you. I just don't want to fall down and get run over. Right.
2: Exactly. I see a lot. You see a lot of that, the people cutting over and the guy. And this is like, I see it. And that guy's struggling. Yeah, I usually, I'll i cram over to the right. Whatever. Go by me. But, yeah. you know, get up there. You know, doesn't bother me. But like I said, it's just perspective. Yeah.
1: So I think my last question is, I mean, if anybody that made it this far with us, we've got listeners that have been wheeling for 50 years, and we've got listeners that have been wheeling for 50 days. For somebody who's going to come to Michigan and go to Silver Lake for their first time, what should they expect? What should they bring?
2: Mm, first time, timer. Um, I would definitely, the biggest thing is read up on knowledge of Aaron Down. Aaron Down is your biggest friend. Um, a lot of people... I think that's the biggest scare of a lot of people. So many people are scared of seeing their tires bulge out. that have right. never done that. Right. You know, all oh, the bead's going to fall off. Mm-hmm. I run, but I run in my pre-run and I do donuts all the time. I run like six pounds sometimes in my rear tires and I don't have a B V-box. So that would be a huge one is pay attention to pressure and just, just air down because at the end of the day, even if you are, if you're, if you think you're low enough, and you're still struggling, you can air down more. Just, yeah, maybe don't turn sharp. Don't do the donuts. Don't do that type of stuff. But you, then you're gonna—it's gonna make the life so much easier out there. Changing like once you get down to two, ten pounds, like going from ten to eight pounds sometimes can make all the difference in right. the in the vehicle if it's struggling.
1: So airing down is huge. So
2: that'd be a big one. And then the next biggest is pay attention to signs. Unfortunately, I see a lot of you know you see a lot of people coming the wrong way in directional areas, and I mean there's like. I don't even know what they are. They're like six foot by six foot red signs that say "wrong way." You know, and people will drive right twenty foot by them. You know, the wrong direction, right past them on a on a quad or in a razor, and you know, you can kind of tell their heads on a swivel. They don't know where they're at. They're lost. Right. Yeah. Um, that it's that type of stuff. Of like, it's kind of like that feeling. I kind of like I said when I went last. Like I had that feeling of like, man, this has got to do what it's like to come yeah. to Silver Lake and when you've never been there of being just scared of what's out here, what's on the right. backside of this.
0: Yeah, 450 acres is intimidating when it's your first time.
2: Yup. Yeah. Yep. So, so to try to take all that in, it's like maybe just sit back and yeah, take a slow, take some slight stuff like that, and you'll be fine. Nothing in Silver Lake at the end of the day is going to cause you, I mean, the worst you're going to do is probably keep yourself completely stuck and then have to start asking for a yank.
1: And most people love that. I mean, it's just notching it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And then how about yeah? Uh, you'll
1: find plenty of guys. How about the jeepers, the new jeepers that are coming out? We're talking about it was like the year of the turtle out there. There was like 15 rollovers this year. Uh, any tips <laughs> so, for them?
2: <laughs> that would be a big one. Uh, I think that comes down to yeah. A lot of people, when you're going at these hills, the tops of them, you you have to do so like. when I so like every every single day when I go to the dunes, I go out there and I do what I call a sight lock, where I do an entire lock of the dunes, just slow pace, spotting every line that I'm going to run and seeing what the peak looks like. Because you can get, like, the thing that gets the jeeps is you'll get to the top of the directional hill, which is a climb, so people are on the gas, they're climbing up this hill, and you got to time the braking right. Right. So a lot of people get a little intimidated with braking through, early because they don't want to not make it, so it causes them to stay on the gas a little too long, they go flying over the top, they don't realize right over the top of that lip, it's about six foot straight down at the straight back edge. Mm -hmm. So they go flying over it and then the grill hits the sand and it just front flips right on the thing. So it would be better to, in my opinion, to come up short that first time on that hill climb and go, you know what, okay, I didn't make it, I braked a little too much, versus being the guy that stayed on the gas too long and went over the backside.
1: Yeah, it's better to be stuck than life floated. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, it's better to you know you come up and go man I made it four foot from the top but I break too hard and I lost all my momentum and I'm stuck now I got to back back down and try again I'd rather do that a time or two than yeah front flip bit over the backside <laughs> yeah,
0: and the weekend prematurely
2: like, you go yeah and that, I mean it, that you bring it up it I probably something I see quite often unfortunately like where my house is I'm on the EMS route okay so pretty much every weekend i hear ambulance you know i'm at my house on saturday morning and i'll hear the two three ambulances on a saturday go by on a holiday weekend right. that's not the unfortunate part of it
0: well all right do you have uh you can probably wrap it up do you have anything uh you want to add before we uh, before we end
2: you just gotta have to hit me up when you come to Silver Lake. We'll get you in the truck. We'll oh, show you what it's about.
0: Uh, well, that's that's for sure.
2: So down.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah we'll have to do. Uh, we'll work something out for sure, and we'll probably put it out there so maybe some others can meet us up. Think
2: yeah, we'll, yeah, think and we'll... I'd say if anyone's in Silver Lake and sees me, I'm usually I'm pretty approachable. I'm always out there. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm obsessed with this stuff. I love this stuff. I just love going out there. Pretty much anytime my wife's busy, like, hey, Saturday, I'm gonna go do shopping with my mom. Okay. I'm pretty much booked of going to Saturday and finding people to talk to and right. you know that's, basically, that's so right if you easy. see me out there and you want to come check it out just you're, come up
1: you're basically a drug dealer at this point
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: first ride's free and then you're like long travel everything
2: yeah. <laughs> yep yeah I just I love uh, convincing people uh, bad ideas <laughs> things that they should do
0: it's like the best bad idea though. hell, hell
2: yeah <laughs> yep Yes, you should go home and just cut apart your whole entire truck Let's and, go and build
1: find up. an old truck. Let's go buy a ranger long travel it. Let's go buy a ranger and long travel it.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm
1: down. I'm in. I'm down. Bring Perfect. Nate, out.
0: Nate out. He's the expert. He'll help us out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can, I'll show you a few pointers. Yeah, that's
0: what's going to happen. You're going to come out here and help us build a long travel, and then you'll go home wanting a
2: <laughs> Jeep. <laughs> well, there you go. If you guys get a ranger and get a thrash, I'll come out and I'll help you set it up.
0: <laughs> all right man it's on the plan we come to silver lake we're coming to see you oh yeah i got this big uh, right. i got a new bridgeport in the garage nate so you'll be at
2: home oh perfect well i don't know i've got cnts bridgeport <laughs> oh, i don't even know if i know that stuff <laughs> oh, oh man all
0: right
1: well played. thanks for coming on man well i appreciate
0: play. it you know, uh, i'm just kidding. i'm too <laughs> no so you're good man all right it was good talking <laughs> to you and uh that's a wrap